Coffee Show for Friday, February 9th. This is exciting. It has come down to this weekend. So, uh, coming up, of course, Maxie's giving away. Maxie's talking about a new movie. Maxie, Maxie, Maxie. Aaron Lapidus talks taxes because, well, it's that time and she knows stuff. And Puppy Bowl is Sunday. St. Louis representing. Talk about that later with the folks from the Five Acres Animal Shelter in town. But most importantly, here's a Julie Buck and a Max Force, folks. What a great day. It's gorgeous in yep. St. Louis. High today, 73, nice and sunny. <laughs> insane. It is fabulous, and we needed it. I feel like we kind of earned it with all that icy, cold, yuckety yuck that we lived through, and here we are. I, mean, I feel like I feel like I saw my shadow, or I didn't see my shadow. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the groundhog. That's that's what I'm going to say. I so, feel like the groundhog. Didn't you already say that? Um, 73 today, tomorrow night, during uh, Teenage Palooza at my house. Oh, dear. It's going to be 37. Not good, which means, you know, they're going to need to come inside. I'm not happy about that. But nobody cares. I'll give you a report at the end. I found this minutes ago on the printer. I don't know. It's probably the boss. Is it the payroll? I'll probably need to put this back. No, that's a much smaller piece of paper. (laughs) This is, I don't even know where we get it. It's called the listener report. And I'm sure you're familiar, at least in passing, with Arbitron and Nielsen, these ratings scales that the media used to say, hey, look how many people watch us. Look how many people listen to us. But they have long been incredibly flawed. Like with the latest system on radio, you carry like a little beeper size thing and it picks up what it hears as far as radio stations. So it means that Y98 will get credit for you listening if you're in the bank and Y98 is playing. One of the flaws in my mind. So what you're listening to. But now that the streaming thing is going down, that seems to me to be so much more accurate because... It's intentional. The word that was about to come out of my mouth. You don't just stumble on it. It's not in the background. You go find it. You make the effort, KTRS.com, to bring it up so we can kind of track how many, when you're doing it, where you are. It's great until you fall asleep. I've fallen asleep watching something on Netflix that I didn't really like, and then when I woke up, I'd watch the entire season, except I hadn't. Yeah. That's happened to me on Spotify, too. I listen to a record, and I fall asleep, and then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you love Train. Let's play Train. I don't love Train. It (laughs) was a mistake. It kept going. song. So back to ratings on the internet. I'm sorry for No, no, it is related. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. So they break it down like how many hours you list. By the way, this show killed it. Just saying. Um, hours listing, average quarter hour is another one of the rating things. Uh, duration, how long they're listening. And a lot of people listen for an hour or more, which made me happy. Because it, which is unusual and in it the takes business a long of radio, time yeah. Unless you're for, listening to a game, it takes a long time for me to make a point. Yeah, <laughs> we just are experiencing that now. Thank you. Well, he helped. 
Anyway. I'll just go home. That's fine. What? No, because you're the only one that knows where the buttons are. And what's going on with the show. And I haven't seen any movies. And you have all the giveaways. No, you are very, very valuable, especially today. They listed the top 10 countries listening to KTRS. Obviously, atop that list, Guam. No. Um, United States, obviously. But listen to this. 30 people in Switzerland listen to this station. Mexico has 24 people listening to this station. That's probably just me when I go down there. Regularly. Canada, 15. Germany, 13. Chile. 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 Six. Uh, Netherlands, five. The Philippines, four people. Brazil, four people. Nigeria, four people. And if you're the Nigerian listening and you're a prince, yes, I'm taking care of your money. Don't worry. I just found that kind of interesting. Now, did the boss say that you could disclose this personal information or did no. you just decide that? I didn't even ask him. I saw it on the printer and I made a copy. Did and... you print it out? Uh, no. Oh. I made a copy and brought it in here. I don't think it's illegal to do that. But I just thought, there's four people in Nigeria listening to the show. From the 314 in the Michaels Bath text line, back here at home, I have 55, five, <laughs> 5.50 on all day in the background and listening when I'm not in meetings. So that's awfully nice. We certainly appreciate it. So it's a great day in St. Louis, and we are thankful listening and taking the time to listen to the Big 550. And if you listen to us on the app, thank you so much. That's a good thing indeed. And a weekend in front of us. Mm. So this is the final day leading up to it. And yesterday was the day before the final day leading up to it. Now, I would like to know, Max and Julie, what have you been doing? What have I been what doing? What have you been doing? Crying mostly, but um, other than no. that, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, no. I uh, have been stretching uh, because I've had some some back issues, so I've been dealing with that stuff. But uh, on the positive side of things, I booked a vacation last night with Crusher. Yeah, and I'm and I'm going to go to Cabo, and I'm very excited. Yeah, I can't wait. So, I mean, I, I I've been to Maui a dozen times. There's places you love and you keep going back. It's my favorite happy place. But what about in a branch? Now you go to Cabo, but you know what's there. Do you ever think, you know, I I haven't been to St. Martin. I always thought that might be fun Mm. to try somewhere else. Now now there's a direct flight on Southwest Airlines. Really? Saturday to Saturday. And there's no monkeying around with changing planes. No monkeying. And it just, that just sounds so easy peasy. And I, I just... I'm very excited. And I fly as my husband's companion, and then I get to fly for a few bucks. It's just you two, right? Are I you mean, taking we'll probably, or? no, I mean, we'll I probably tell the boys that we're going. And if they want to pop down for a few days or something, they Tell can. them like the day before. Oh, by the way, we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so a week. Nice. Yeah, it'll be fun. You going to do it in the midst of really, really cold weather? I don't know. It's in March. It's when um, yeah, when we can do it. So yeah, you never know in March. In it'll St. be cool. Louis. You'll be gone. Don't be but gone I'm, for my birthday. Oh, I won't be actually. 
Okay. Your birthday's on the 10th, right? It is March. on the 10th. It's terrifying. You're adorable that you know those things. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Book to vacation. Good for you. So life is, is good on that front. Indeed. And, um, I'm going to go to a Super Bowl party this weekend, and I'm looking forward to that. You're hanging out with a Paul Kopsky, Captain Paul? No, we're going to a different party. We're going to take some elk chili and some spanicopita. Really? Are you making the spanicopita? What do you think? No, but it's really easy. Uh, I've done it four or five times, and it's really easy to make. You can also go to Trader Joe's and <laughs> go to the appetizer section, and it's even easier. I give up. I give up. But elk chili, that so isn't in my wheelhouse. Yeah, that's my husband, not me. Well, have a good time. Maxie, yes. spill the beans. What's been going on in your world? Just saw the movie that I'll be talking about today. Right. Lisa Frankenstein or Frank and Lisa Stein, something. That's like it. That? Yeah, yeah, went out to see that last night and here back at work. That's all. I did, did you take Oscar or anything, or go by yourself? No, I went by myself. It's yeah. a school night. I'm not going to take them out eight o'clock at night to see a movie. Do the critics gather after a screening and compare notes, or do you kind of keep those observations close to your vest? This wasn't a critic screening. They didn't screen it for critics, so I just paid like a commoner. What? How much was it? Like, I haven't gone to pay for a movie and been to a movie in it's a It's about 15 bucks, but I had credit, so it ended up costing me about $11. Worth I, tr- it. I try not to pay for anything. We know. <laughs> if, I can, if I can get out of it. We're all very aware. Good, good. But didn't good. you have a lovely evening last night? Didn't you go and present a check? Oh, oh, yes. Don't forget to mention that. No, I was Pat wa- yourself on the back, kiss your bicep. I, I was waiting for my <gasps> turn. I was waiting for my turn. So, yeah, after work, I went to Plaza Frontenac, and I got there early, darn it. And you bought me a purse. So I had to go to uh, Williams-Sonoma and buy some veal demi-gloss <laughs> and a couple of rubs. Isn't it crazy? They have a Nike store in there now. Uh, I don't know if it's crazy. It just doesn't seem like the kind of mall that would have a Nike store. Yeah, but Nikes are now... The Gucci of footwear. I guess, yeah. So it makes sense to me anyway. So we were there for um, a crisis nursery event that they have done for a while. And they ask people to bring in uh, new purses, which they give to some moms at an event. And obviously, the biggest part is to get money, big donations. Money. Which they do. And Carney's Kids, which has long supported the Crisis Nursery. In fact, one of, they were one of my original four a uh, couple decades ago. Uh, we pres- presented a check and about five other people did too. And I think yesterday, all told, they were given $300,000. Yeah. And uh, the melancholy part of it is that Diane Miller, 30-plus year director of the nursery, is retiring. Um, Oh, dear. But we have a chance to show her our appreciation. The board is still very strong, still very enthusiastic, which I I still sit on, but they moved me to the advisory board because of my attendance. Um, (laughs) But Molly is the girl that will be taking over, and she's been with the nursery for 25 years. So That's good, because it's hard to match 
Diane's passion for what she does. True. It's going to be a very smooth transition. I'm so happy for Diane to actually have time for her family and her life. And I'm sure she can't keep her hands out of helping. That'll still go on. But it was a wonderful event. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. And on the way home, I was hungry and went to Lester's and got a giant pastrami sandwich. (laughs) Did you get the matzo ball soup? No, I like mine. Yours is better. But I, the pastrami sandwich is, is about four inches tall. It's fantastic. So uh, I took that home and ate it and went to bed. Very exciting life I lead. But, I know. Uh, it is. But that event was uh, terrific and much fun. I had a couple of other things I wanted to mention quickly. Spill. But, Spill. But, but I think Max is going to freak out because we got to do a break, right? I'm not going to freak out. I think we just stay on stay time. Stay on time. Yeah. Let's stay on time. Okay. Let's stay Hold on time. Hold that thought. Oh, it's a cliffhanger. I'll be right back with Julie's cliffhanger. We are the best. Shuffle the group. Shuffle on down. Do it for you. We're so bad. We know we're good. Blowing your mind like a new kid would. You know we're just strutting for fun. Strutting our stuff for everyone. We're not here. Remember this? Oh, yes, indeed. The fridge. There was a black tie event at which I was in attendance. I don't know if I was a host or a guest or I snuck in. And I'm there with my uh, ex-wife. And we're mulling around. And Jim McMahon, wasn't that his name, the quarterback at that period? Yep. Yeah, sounds right. So... He comes up and we're we're kind of chatting with each other, and I introduce him to Mindy, and she says, "So what do you do, Jim?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> to which I said, "I'll be at the bar. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going up to the bar." But I bet of course, you love that. I kind of think when you're ultra famous, when somebody refreshing, you, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I have found you know the few celebrities I've been around. If I don't act like they're celebrities and get all fan geeky, they seem to appreciate it more as opposed to, you have no idea how I'm shaking on the inside right now. Right, which is what I do and make a complete fool out of myself. Occasionally, but you've been around a lot of famous people where you didn't, let's say, Andy Cohen them. Thank you. Wow. I appreciate that. By your own admission, many times on the air. I'm not spilling it. Once. Once. That's many. And the actual event. So you had something to share that we're all waiting to hear. I had two observations. Two? Uh Uh-huh. And one is a gratitude observation. Yesterday I had to go have some stuff done, and I'm fine, some tests run and things down at um, Barnes, but the doctor also has hours at Children's Hospital. He's an orthopedic guy, and... I had to go over to Children's to to see him. So I hadn't been to Children's. I used to be on their advisory board a long time ago. And my brother's pretty involved with the hospital. Mm -hmm. But I just, we were driving in that parking garage, and you're just thinking, they do such an amazing job with everything from the parking garage to the people welcoming you to the people even the people that pick up the trash are walking around with smiles on their faces 
and saying nice things to people because they don't know what somebody's plight is. Now, we weren't there for anything, you know, that was life-altering or anything like that, like a lot of these people. And you and look... That, I'm sorry, Charlie Hauska, the artist did all that. on the yeah. show, that artwork all around the place makes you smile. It's it does. just happy stuff. The fish tank and the, yeah. all, all the different things. Sorry. Just, no, that's okay. And And we were driving in the garage and we had to go up a ramp, up a ramp, up a ramp, and we kept going. And my husband made the observation that it's it's just too bad that this many people have to be here, you know, on on that side of things. But on the other True. hand, how lucky are we in St. Louis to have such an institution that is St. Louis Children's Hospital? I just, I can't say enough from the people greeting you, telling you where to go, because it's a huge campus. And I just was really thankful for what a great hospital we have. Well, we have several great hospitals in St. Louis and no diss. I don't think people are competing for, for that title. I think that it's just, we are way blessed in St. Louis and I'm grateful for that. Now on a much lighter note, the other night I went to dinner with some girlfriends and we went to the new Westport 360. Yes. I remember you told me that. And it was delicious and it is a vibe. I just want you to know. It is a vibe, like like nightclub, cool. I didn't feel like I was cool enough to be there. It was... It, it's a good vibe. Oh, it's a like, fantastic vibe. The DMV has got a vibe, but not anything. But not a good vibe. No, this is the opposite of the DMV. I mean, this is <laughs> this is fantastic. The food was great. The what, what they have done to this space and how you look out over the lights in St. Louis, it is gorgeous. If you are going to make plans or try to impress somebody, take them there. You have to go up on the elevator to the 12th floor and they have like a security guy down there that lets you in. And I mean, it was, it was really something. It was an event. Is this a commercial? No, but it, it should, be. should be. It should be. Those Come are, on, those guys. are my two uh, new, newest St. Louis observations. One was a gratitude and, and one was a, wow, you got to see this. Love them. Love them. And I couldn't agree more about children's hospital and those of us that, that know that from the services that they have provided, uh, our gratitude goes above and beyond. I mean, Liam started his life in the NICU there. And, uh, you know, they were so helpful and so supportive to us. And the security guards are friendly. Yeah, everything. The weird thing is down in the cafeteria and Barnes is the same way. A lot of fatty foods. He had fried chicken, he gets some mashed potatoes and a chicken fried whatever. It's like, are you drumming up business here? What, uh, what's going on? Now, of course, I'm totally fine. That was a long time ago, though, no. And now I think maybe they have some healthier options. Mm, I, mm. Didn't, I didn't see them. Okay. <laughs> Bring your yeah. own lunch. But you know what? I'm not looking for the healthier options anyway. I already fessed up to a five-pound pastrami sandwich last night. True. So, Man, it was good. Uh, all right. It is uh, 1234. Obviously, we got a lot of Super Bowl stuff to talk about. Uh, the halftime show with Usher. It's going to be interesting. And they did uh, show a few of their cards on that one uh, in an article in, I don't know, some periodical. I didn't write the name down. But he has promised that he will roller skate at some point. Better him than me. Show. And I'm like, that's 
really weird. <laughs> I think it's kind of neat. I Did you roller skate when you were a young person? Uh, I have never strapped on roller skates in my life. Oh, I loved it. Saints roller rink and all of that. Hand over your heart if you were there. I was there on Sundays. Michael's grass tax line is going to blow up with roller skating stories. I know it. But apparently he had a video somewhere along the way where he's roller skating in the video. So we had to learn to roller skate for that. So he said he's going to roller skate in the halftime show. And he has 13 minutes. I assume that's what everybody's got with the halftime show. You got 13 minutes because we got to get these $15 million commercials in. He said tough to squeeze in 30 years of music in 13 minutes. And I get that. The first time I had that observation of how difficult it is to share so much music in a finite amount of time was going to see Earth, Wind & Fire. And they, a lot of their songs, they medleyized. That's right. I'm making words up. Medleyized, where they'd hit five songs in a four-minute span. So a little bit of something, something for everybody. He also hinted he would be joined by singers who have been featured on songs that became hits. And not being all that familiar with his catalog, uh, I had to look it up, but it includes Beyonce, Jay-Z, Alicia Keys, and Lil John. Don't ask about the last one, I don't know. So who knows who's going to show up? Uh, and I didn't know also that Usher has been in a halftime show before at the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. He was. That kind uh, of rings a bell. He was part of the halftime show uh, in the Super Bowl when the entertainment was the Black Eyed Peas in 2011. And was that in Dallas? I don't have that bit of information okay. in front of me. I think I was there. As uh, a guest with them, he performed what they say was a breathtaking, breathtaking leap over Will I Am landing in the splits. You'd think you'd remember something like yeah. that. I'm sure he did. That's where it was, Dallas. Reba will do the national anthem. America the Beautiful will be performed by Post Malone, whose country music I've been listening to lately. Uh, and he's got chops. He's good. And for the first time, there will be a Super Bowl in-game DJ. Fun. These times they are changing. His name is Tiesto. And if that means anything to any of you, we'll, we'll come up with a prize. I no idea. Tiesto. Uh, one more thing about Super Bowl before we take a break. Um, somebody else jumping in on the opportunity. Chapel of Flowers, which is one of these in and out wedding chapels in Vegas. Yeah. Probably best known when they were featured in Happily Ever Faster on TLC back in 2009. And it was the site where Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra got her, got married for a minute. I remember that. I thought you were going to say I was there, actually. No, I wasn't, I wasn't at that. I sat on the bride side and I 
And I wept openly. I wept a little bit, yeah. So here's what they're going to do with the Chapel of Flowers. Now, it's a pretty quick turnaround here. They are going to give free wedding ceremonies to any couple named Travis and Taylor who want to tie the knot on February 11th. Uh, Okay, I'm sure there's lots of Travises and Taylors who are together, but deciding to get married and doing it in two days and doing it in Vegas where the Super Bowl is and good luck with the hotel room, it's kind of like we're going to do this promotion but it's an unattainable one. Right. So um, good luck. Good luck to you. Absolutely. And a lot of people uh, backing you up on the observations about Children's Hospital and the Michaels Baths text line. And as expected, here come the skating stories. Skate land on Gravoy every Friday night. Could, could you cross over skate? That's my question. I, I can't believe that I used to be able to do that. And I know that it doesn't sound like a big deal, but for me and my athletic ability or lack thereof, it was. What's an all-skate? I mean, since I'm not a roller skater. It's just when everybody skates. It's not like, you know, we have to go pick somebody or we're just going to reverse it or whatever. I I just assumed an all-skate you could do all the time. Yeah. That's just like the basic. It's an all-skate. It's not just people over 12 or people Ah, under 7 or boys pick girls or girls pick boys or whatever it is. You have cleared up so very much. Thank you. I I try. Thank you for that. Uh, Aaron Lapine is going to join us later talking about clearing stuff up. We will talk taxes because it's just downright confusing. But before we get there, let's talk flowers. Walter Knoll, man, they do such a good job. The anniversary flowers I sent my wife. January 20th. I think that's the date. Yeah. Um, She has since clipped a little bit, put in smaller vases, watered them, sprinkled them around the house. And the Gerber daisies in particular are still thriving and still absolutely beautiful. So in answer to any question you may have as to will they last, you bet. More than anybody's. You betcha. You're going to send flowers. Send Walter no flowers. Find them online. WKF.com. Oh, they're out. All right. And it's the big game and it doesn't smell very good. Puppy bowl time, kids. <laughs> it smells like puppies. It always smells good. Well, not always. Yeah. A lot of the time. Um, but you know what? It's darn good television. Now, if any of the puppies are going out with music celebrities, that makes it even more interesting. But Puppy Bowl will be representing St. Louis. Two dogs, not one, but two dogs playing in this year's contest. And to learn more about it, the director of Five Acres Animal Shelter, Gina Roth. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on to talk about the big game on Sunday. So how did these St. Louis area dogs get drafted for the Puppy Bowl? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So there's a, a big casting call that's put out to, um, I think, over 150 shelters across the country. And we're asked to submit our cutest, our fluffiest, our most playful puppies. Um, and about 125 of them are selected. And at the time, we only had one puppy at Five Acres Animal Shelter, and she was the only one we submitted. And we were really honored to find out that Indigo, our one and only, was drafted um, as part of Team Rust this Sunday in the Animal Planet Puppy Bowl. I'm so excited to watch this. How cute. And where are you exactly located? Yeah, so we're right in St. Charles City, um, and we care for over 1,600 cats and dogs every year. So, you know, we're a decent-sized shelter, and we our goal is to, you know, send as many as we can into loving homes. So uh, we hope Sunday is a really great uh, spotlight on the important work that animal shelters do, both in the St. Louis community and across the country, and to encourage people to think about their local shelter when they're, um, you know, looking to add an animal to their family. So with your submission, what did you have to put in there besides a video or a picture? <laughs> yeah, so the whole goal of the Puppy Bowl is for puppies to carry squeaky toys across um, the end zone line. So, <laughs> um, so we, you know, we, we took a lot of video. We took a lot of photos of Indigo, our puppy, and she was really playful. So she really enjoys toys and not all puppies do, but most of them do. And so we thought she would be a good sort of contender for the, for the strategy of the game. Um, and, you know, when she came to us, she was just about 15 pounds. So she was a really small puppy. So she was in a smaller weight group um, during the game. But now that she's, you know, a few months grown, she's, I would say, 50 to 60 pounds and is growing into a very big and beautiful dog. So Is her middle name Taylor? I'm sorry, what? Is her middle name Taylor? Indigo Taylor? Well, I mean, I don't know. It could be. Yeah. I thought, you know, this might give her a little extra spotlight. Has she since since been adopted? She has. So she's been adopted. She was adopted shortly after the filming of the Puppy Bowl in the fall. Um, and her new name is Lucy to her new mom. But, you know, we are cheering her on as Indigo, her stage name, uh, during the big game. <laughs> so we'll get back to the bowl here in a second. But since uh, Jules brought up adoption, talk about that for a minute. Because from what I have read recently... The uh, shelters are way overcrowded. Yeah. You know, shelters in this greater area are full and more animals are coming in than, you know, adopters are coming to adopt. So it's a really important time, I think, to to look towards your local shelter when you're considering, you know, a cat or dog to your family. Um, You know, the more adopters that we have, the more animals we're able to save and help. So, it is sort of a crisis mode in this area and in, in across the country at the moment. Um, so, you know, the the Puppy Bowl aims to short a, sort of shine a spotlight on that and say, hey, shelter dogs are amazing. Look at them on national television. You could welcome any one of these puppies home or a, a puppy just like it. So we're hoping that this helps increase adoptions and that we see a lot of visitors and um, we can send some of our really awesome animals into forever family. Five acres animalshelter.org and wouldn't it be nice to have a new family member? It Sir, would. Yes, I agree. <laughs> liked it when Juno uh, came and rescued us about five, six years ago. Mm. Um, obviously, they did this already. They filmed it because I would think even though it's a three-hour broadcast, they did have to cut out scenes of like where the puppy was napping or doing some business or nothing was happening. 
So were you there when they did it? And was it wildly exciting? Yeah, was it just I was there. We sent, yeah, we sent a staff member. So we didn't know if Indigo would be too big to fly. So we planned um, to have a staff member drive her from St. Louis to upstate New York to film. So it was quite a road trip for the two of them. Um, and we we really don't know how much screen time we'll get. So, you know, they film for almost a full week, and it's over 125 puppies. So you don't see wow. every puppy, you know, for a lot of time. So we might see a quick, you know, glimpse of her. We might see a few minutes of her. We don't know, but we're just really honored and proud to be included. And, you know, next year maybe we'll um, be able to submit another puppy, and can, this can be an annual tradition. I hope so. Can you describe what Indigo Taylor Lucy looks like? <laughs> I can. So she is a white and cream um, shepherd mix. So when she came to us, we thought she was a Chihuahua mix, which is really kind of funny now. <laughs> um, but they do DNA testing at the Puppy Bowl, and we haven't received her results yet, but they are labeling her as a Great Pyrenees German Shepherd mix. So quite oh, like the opposite of a oh Chihuahua. Oh my gosh. That is a yeah. huge, that will be a huge dog. Running back, yep. probably. Uh-huh. And yeah. a beautiful one. A running back. Yep. Yeah, she's uh-huh. gorgeous. She's large and shepherdy and cream and shepherd-y. she's growing into a big, big, beautiful girl. So yeah. shepherdy. Let's not uh, <laughs> leave out the other contestant, Sadie, on the other end physically, a six pound Chihuahua Yorkie uh, representing uh, Missouri. From the Humane Society, Sadie's going to be in the action as well. So, go team! And you're not just yeah. going to see like a view from the top. But here's the field. I mean, they went all in here. We've got a slow motion cam, as you do for puppy bulls, a water bowl cam, <laughs> and a kitten spectator cam, watching the fans in the skybox. It's exciting. And where do we see it? Yeah, so Animal Planet um, on Sunday, 1 p.m., local time. Uh, I think it's streaming on Hulu and a couple other platforms as well. But, yep, before the bigger game of the day. So please tune in, root on, you know, our local pups and Team Ruff, and hopefully we bring home a win. Is it true that the commercials in Puppy Bowl are also $7 million apiece? I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) That's a big deal. (laughs) Let's go Indigo, Taylor, Lucy. <laughs> well, don't leave out Sadie. Or and Sadie. Hey, uh, yeah. thanks so much. We appreciate it, Gina. And again, go to the shelter. Get yourself a pet, a pet that fits your family's lifestyle. It would be much appreciated. Five Acres Animal Shelter dot org. Gina, thanks for the Thank time. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you. Have a good day. I do like me some puppy bull. Kind of same. I'll be watching. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we don't exactly have $7 million commercials, but but these are pretty good. That's just about the uh, last play of this uh, first half. Just a few moments. Yes, there goes the gun. The first half is over. And now comes the fun of this, uh, this telecast this afternoon. One of the great between halves uh, programs uh, ever been presented, we understand. Red, uh, wouldn't you say this is about the biggest crowd that you've ever seen out here? Well, they say there's 115,000 people uh, watching this game here in the stadium. And uh, I don't know how many untold millions across this great nation watching on their TV screen. Well, it certainly is a great okay. thrill for us to be here. And a great I love Bob and Ray. Uh, that a particularly long skit will dump out of, but, uh, you know, when they lose the audio and they're stuck okay, just talking to, to themselves. Uh, 
Uh, Bob Elliott, Ray Goulding, and Bob Elliott is Chris Elliott's dad. You know Chris Elliott from? Oh yes, I do. That ridiculous yeah, pirate he's funny. movie and yeah. Letterman. He was on Letterman. Yeah, yeah quite a bit. Cabin Boy and uh, a movie called, or I'm sorry, a TV show. I think it was called Life Goes On. I yeah. Think. Or, no, no, not not life. No, not no, Life that Goes was, On. That uh, was Corky. Corky. What was it? it? Was life? He was also on Everybody Loves Raymond as a reoccurring character. Get a life. I think that's what it was called. Where really did he show. go? I don't know. Well, his daughter Abby Elliott was a cast member of SNL for a while. So three generations of uh, of Elliotts in comedy. Wow, he I didn't it. know. Who knew there was so much about uh, Chris Elliott to talk about? Um, we'll slip in some football stuff along with our regularly scheduled programming, like know the show next hour. Anna Schmooze, Max is going to do a giveaway. Tom O'Keefe is out of town, so again, Max stepping up once again. Uh, the Jose Akindo of this broadcast. So, so true. Well, they whatever. So we'll get a review of the new Lisa Frankenstein film, which he saw last night. Uh, Aaron Lapidus with tax stuff and every day there's a story about this is changing. This is better. They're getting rid of this. And it, it's a lot. It is a lot. So she's going to help. And along with the football stuff, we're going to drop in my absolute favorite. I don't think we do this every year, but I do it quite a bit. Uh, radio station in San Francisco the day after uh, a Giants game or a, a 49ers game. Like most cities, they, a radio station talks to the coach the next day. Hey, coach, what did you think about the play with so-and-so? And it's the, root, the, the word of somebody being traded is, uh, are they really thinking about going to another team? That, every market has that. And in San Francisco, the radio station was KMPC, and the coach at the time was Ray Malvasi. But they also do those really early in the morning. And it is a hilarious clip where they do the roundup with Ray Melvasi. And Ray's not, he's not awake. <laughs> but the DJ, the DJ goes on with it anyway. And to me, it's absolutely hilarious. So share that later. And uh, what else? Oh, uh, S Creek. He was on that too. Chris Elliott, I had forgotten about. He was the mayor of the town, yeah. He's that hilarious one on that as well. <laughs> that was a pretty funny show. You Absolutely. want to talk about the radio guy we're going to be talking to? I am. I saw the story this morning and giggled hysterically, and then I found it in most of the major periodicals. But an AM radio station out in the thriving metropolis of Jasper, Alabama, they sent out the maintenance crew to, like, mow the lawn around the tower, and you go... Over to Illinois, across the river from Missouri, you see these giant towers, and those are how we're able to get our word out here. Well, the maintenance crew went there and didn't find a tower at all. What to do? We'll find out. I know you get tired of me saying this, but AI is going to destroy civilization as we know it. And uh, further proof, and its effects on the upcoming election will be uh, covered by Andy Field from ABC today at 2.50 on this show. So, just wanted to give you an update, but now we're going to bribe you. We're going to bribe you with prizes. Know the show. Julie keeps the best track of what we do here on the broadcast. 
Makes little notes here and there. No, I just go back in my emails and read Max's emails from the from the week oh. on Thursday night, okay. late at night. And I think of these questions yeah, and I type them out. And I bring them so we can play a fun game called Know the Show. Know the Show. Know the Show. Max has prizes and we give those to you. Yes, Mr. Suvlaki was our Greek eatery of choice this week. And that's what we're going to be giving away, a gift card to this wonderful new Greek eatery. Fantastic. And all they need to do is call to play if you know the answers to uh, Julie's questions, Pixie, and uh, you'll probably get something. But you didn't hear it from me. So 314-931-5877. That's 314-931-5877. And this is going to be easy peasy today. Ah, this is a no-brainer. They're fun questions today, too. So give us a call now, 314-931-5877. And while Connor Connor's is taking your calls, I would love to hear about you know a live client that we might have on the show while Connor's getting those calls. Do we still have them? I hope we do. We do. All right, fantastic. Uh, I already told the story yesterday, but I'm super excited and super honored that Jeff Braun out at Med Resources, which is part of the Del Mar Gardens family, has asked me to give them a quote for a new trifold that they're putting together, a brochure. And I'm like, What sure. do you mean? Well, they're, you know, like a trifold brochure yeah. talking about services and things that they have. And the guy that runs it asked me if I would do a testimonial. Really? Uh, considering I probably... I didn't know if you meant from a printing aspect, from a modeling <laughs> aspect, yeah, from a writing aspect. Hand I didn't know. model, shoe model. I didn't know. Yeah, true story. Well, considering I've either rent or bought half of the things that they make available to people. At some point. Yeah, that that, mm-hmm. that might have something to do with it. In fact, I, I received materials today uh, for my CPAP machine from Med Resources. They're on it. I just talked to them a couple of days ago and said, hey, I need those things. They were on my doorstep. Uh, and they're good that way. And if you want to pop into their showroom, I always thought it was strange that they had like a beautiful showroom for medical supplies, you know, because they don't have to talk you into it. You go in there because you need something because you're rehabbing from a surgery or what have you, something to improve your life. And of course the Del Mar Gardens family specializes in that very thing. Med resources too. check it out for any of your medical needs, all that and more online at delmargardens.com. Three one four nine three one five eight seven seven to play know the show. Let's get this party started and give some stuff away. You choose, Julie. Who should we go to first? I let's go in order. Start with line one. Doctor Ken. Hello, Ken. Hello, Ken. Hey, what's How are, up? How you guys doing? Uh, we're great. Are you outside enjoying the weather today? I am actually on my way to enjoy the weather. Good. Nice. Good for you. Are you going to Captain Paul's uh, Super Bowl party? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. No, I'm either. I wasn't invited. I hate when that happens. It's true. It happens all the time, though. Have you been listening to the show all week? I try to. Oh, good. We love that. Awesome. Good work. All right. Here's your question. On Monday, we talked to the original Mean Girl. What TV show was she on? Was it A, Three's Company, B, Dynasty, or C, Little House on the Prairie? Little House on the Prairie. That's right. Nellie Olsen. That's right. She's going to be in town next weekend at the Working Women Show. Hey, the original Mean Girl, by the way, was also in my first wedding video. Oh, God, that poor woman. I'm done. Got it in. 
All right. Talk to Pam. Hello, Pam. Hi, Pam. Oh, hi, hi, guys. How are you? I'm great. I'm really happy that the sun is shining. We're getting a little glimpse of what spring feels like because we kind of forgot. And life is good. How are you? Great. Wonderful. In and out of the sunshine. Nice. Good for you. So what do you do with your day just normally? Well, I'm retired, so I do whatever I want to do. Nice. Love it. Uh, Do some uh, some, uh, volunteering with an animal shelter and with a uh, group of youngsters and with a church group and hang out with great women. Doesn't sound retired to me. Give a shout out to the animal shelter. I certainly will. It's the APA, baby. All right. Go get them. Great. Well, if you don't mind, sit and stay and play the game. Love to. During the last hour of the show yesterday, we had the honor of speaking to a 28-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster with St. Louis Ties. Who was it? Was it A, Al Michaels, B, Joe Buck, or C, Bob Costas? It was the one and only Syracuse only, Bob Costas. You got it, Bob Costas. Wow, she threw a little wow. trivia, too. I like he it. Wears a size 10 shoe, and he's uh, 162 pounds. Pam, stand by. Whoa. Thank you so much. Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Thanks. for listening. Yes, we Go appreciate it. to Everett. I wonder if he's in Nigeria. Hi, Hello, Everett. Hello. What's How going on? Hmm? What, what do people say about you? Like, if somebody said... <laughs> So tell me about tell me about Everett. Oh, what, you don't want to hear about Everett. What what do, what do you think they say? We don't talk about Everett. Well, I hope they'd say that I'm a, a good friend that I love acts of service and I like to that I'm a good cook. Awesome. Ooh, what's your what a nice cook? guy? What's your strong ethnicity in the kitchen? Ooh, my my strongest thing to make. Yeah. What kind of food? Ooh, I love making fried rice. I uh, live right next to a little Asian market, and they got great stuff. Nice. I love fried rice. It's fantastic. What is uh, your favorite act of service, Everett? Uh, probably just cleaning the house. Oh, that's very that's nice. Great. Do you, do you yeah. like Greek food? Because that that's what you're about to win, I have a feeling. Oh, uh, I do like dolmas. Okay, good. Well, this place is great, and we had them in for restaurant Tuesday. Mr. Suvlaki. Sadly, they didn't have dolmas. That's what I was most excited about. I enjoyed the Spani Kopita. I thought it was that perfect. Good. Yeah. It, it, so it good. has inspired you to make some this weekend. Yeah. Make well, some ish. Make a trip to Trader Joe's and shit some. Sure. <laughs> have to do it. All right. First, you got to win. I mean, oh, you can earn money there. That's fine with us. Money. Too. Um, okay. Over the weekend, all of the Carney Show players will be attending different events to watch the Super Bowl. How is Captain Paul celebrating the event? Is he A, going to Vegas, B, heading to Helen Fitzgerald's? Or C, going to a lady's friend's house. Ooh, maybe he's going to a lady's friend's house. Yeah, it's always C. I don't know. That's where that little skin spends all his time, let's be honest. Not always C. Congrats, Everett. Yeah, way to go, Everett. Thanks for listening. Off to Suvlaki. Good for you. Is that all three? That's That's it. Wow. Man, it goes fast. Another know the show. On the the Michael's Fast text line, I can't believe this many people listen to your show. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I can't either, honestly. Uh, it's one fifteen. I saw a schmooze somewhere. We'll grab that. And Max has another giveaway and a film review coming up. So if you leave, you're going to have major FOMO. Hey, before you jump into this, Jules. Yes? This just in, breaking news on the Michael's Beth's text line. 
from the 314. We listen to hear Max. Just thought I'd pass that along. So do we. There's some love. Very nice. Okay, so Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' wife, has been voted the Swimsuit Illustrated Rookie of the Year. Sports Illustrated? The Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue Rookie of the Year. She is going to be in a red red bikini-ish situation. Well, it's a big, yeah. It, Bikini <laughs> situation, Max. Are we no, on the board here? No, it's a big situation. I mean, her husband, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs, has graced the cover of Sports Illustrated countless times, but his wife is getting all the love now. She was just named Rookie of the Year for the publication Swimsuit Issue. Is that a thing? I mean, I they didn't, do the until Swimsuit today, Issue every know. year, do they... The rookie, rookie of the year. Of the year. I, I don't know. They say that she emerges as the epitome of a modern day powerhouse. She's married to an NFL player. She's a former pro athlete herself, a wife and a mother. And her husband's got six pack abs by his own admission under his dad bod is what he said. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I was kind of shocked to see this yesterday that Prince Harry made a surprise appearance at the annual annual NFL Honors event Thursday night after a brief trip to London to see his father, who's been recently diagnosed, King Charles with, with cancer, King Charles III. The Duke, Duke of Sussex presented Cameron Hayward with the 2023 Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which is the highest honor of the night. And he kind of made a joke about how the U.S. stole rugby from them. And people laughed, and it was cute, and Meghan Markle wasn't there, just so you know, and that was that. But kind of surprising. I would be stunned yeah. if I was at the NFL honors or watching that and in walks Prince Harry. Not I mean, where you'd expect to Kind see of him. a big deal. Yeah. Travis great. Tritt is 61 today. Judith Light is 75. Mia Farrow is 79. Joe Pesci is 81. Carol King is 82. And one of my goals in life is to go see the musical. And you saw it, right? In New York? Didn't you see the Carol King musical? But beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I saw it there and I saw it here. It's I, extraordinary. I'm going to do it. I want to do it so Cried bad. Cried both times. Uh, today is National Pizza Day, so act accordingly. And 82 years ago today, Congress implemented daylight savings time to conserve fuel during World War II. It lasted about three and a half years. And then it was another two decades after that before they brought it back. You can watch the Serbios Super Bowl greatest commercials on TV tonight over, uh, over the old tube there. And then for Super Bowl Sunday. Make sure that you check your setup. Make sure you have a solid internet connection. The Super Bowl is going to be broadcast, obviously, on CBS this year, Serverals, which you can get with any cable subscription or an antenna. Now, if you've cut the cord, you can stream it, but you'll need Paramount Plus or another streaming service that carries the channel like Fubo or Hulu or Live TV, the the app. So there you go. Just make sure you're all set up. Ahead of time, and then sure, Hollywood schmooze. So I'll, question, I'll be watching. The yep. question popped into my head about the commercials. Do you think it helps or hurts the people that go out and sell the ads for the Super Bowl, which are now, I think, $7 million for a 30-second spot? Does it help or hurt that they are all previewed well before the Super Bowl, and there's nothing unique about seeing that spot inside the game? 
As much as it pains me, that's a great question. Because but I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer either. I think it maybe creates a little bit more hype around the commercials. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of the commercials now, just like with movies, they'll create a commercial trailer. And so they're like, look, here is Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's just a, a, a 10 second glimpse. Right. So they're trying to build buzz for that game. Plus, the, the 50 million X people that are going to be watching, they're not going to YouTube to look up commercials. They'll just watch it. During, you know, Captain Paul is not scouring the, the internet looking for commercials right now. He'll just watch during the He's game. He's picking out an outfit for the party at the lady's house. <laughs> so I don't think, if they're charging that much, I don't think it hurts at all. Yeah, well, I, I just don't have And then this way they play them on, they get more play, you know, like with morning uh, television shows, True. radio shows. Yeah. So. But if it's just in that one shot at the Super Bowls, where's first time you're going to see it anywhere, anytime, I think you're going to have more people paying attention to it as opposed to. The Today Show's going to run one But it's also of hard to pay attention sometimes. I'm sorry, when what? It's so hard to pay attention sometimes at a, to really watch it like this show. But if you're really watching the Super Bowl and you really want to see the commercials and hear them and you're in a room full of people, it's like, wait, what? I mean, people are milling about and asking you questions and you can't, you don't really get the opportunity to, to laser people focus. people out on dates. I mean, it's just right. annoying. Exactly. You know? You're swiping left. You're swiping right. You're meeting people. You're eating. You're drinking. More Super Bowl talk because, well, come Monday, other than a wrap-up, there's not going to be much more to say about it. Uh, 126 uh, coming up. Maxie is going to have a review for us of a new comedy horror film. Hitting the screens, and also he's got a giveaway too, and we promise more Super Bowl stuff. And one of my favorite football-related clips, I'll share that with you in just a couple. That'll learn you. February 9th, core Super Bowl weekend in front of us. We always like to throw a little football stuff at you. And one of my favorite clips in just a second, but Yahoo, uh, in their lifestyle section, uh, gave some tips to people that are having a Super Bowl party to make it extra special, but to also give it that what they call Taylor element. Because uh, we don't get enough. We're over this on Monday. We're not going to, I promise you, we're not yeah. going to, we're not going to continue to talk about this after Monday. Yes, we are. Here are... <laughs> Some suggestions via Yahoo for names for some of your dishes at your Super Bowl party. <laughs> okay. Shwarma's my boyfriend. Uh, you belong with me to balls. I love that one. Anti-heroes. The sandwich. Good. Loaded Taylor tachos. Milkshake it off. Oh. <gasps> I knew you were truffles and donut blame me bites and wildest dreamsicles. You're welcome. Now you're part How about invisible string cheese? That is perfect too. I don't know any of those songs. Well, the song is invisible string, but I, I think invisible string cheese. I like that as well. Would be good and possibly, you know, a band name. I don't know. He's tough today. He says no. He's yeah, tough We today. have too many. We've been going overboard. Invisible string cheese is no. a great name. You already had the string cheese incident, so no. That's oh, all right. For as long as I can remember, 
inching up on Super Bowl Sunday, I'd do something on the air that was football related, whether it was a comedy special or, you know, a montage of some of the conversations I had with NFL players and a clip that almost always slipped into that. And yeah, I'm going to do it again was a radio clip from KMPC in San Francisco, which was a sports station. may still be. I don't know. And they would talk to the coach the day after the game. What would you think? How would it go? I don't know who the radio guy is, uh, but the coach was Ray Malvasi, and it was first thing in the morning. So he wasn't completely with In fact, he wasn't with it at all. to a KFPC as we have our morning after conversation with uh, Rams head coach Ray Malavasi. Coach Malavasi. Ray? Well, along with Tom Wayman and Scott St. James, it's time for our daily after the game chat with coach Ray Malavasi, head coach Los Angeles Rams. Coach, good morning. Yeah, why don't we have the coach? Why don't we have that here? Hey, coach, you there? Coach Malabasi? I honestly have... Everybody's looking at me like I've got the buttons pushed wrong. Honestly, they're all pushed right. Is the coach shaving in the background there? Or snoring? Or snoring. Hey, Coach? We'll get back to Coach Valavese in a minute. Why don't we wake him up? Side to Yeah, a little, uh, little reveille here. Might do the trick. Ray, how do you feel about uh, Pat Hayden's performance last night? Apparently a little rusty after only playing uh, the equivalent of one quarter last year and uh, coming in with those four interceptions, three of which were overthrown, one little underthrown in the end zone there. What's your comment on Pat's uh, performance this morning? Regarding the uh, the injury to uh, the uh, to Jeff Rutledge, you've got you've got four quarterbacks in camp, and now of course uh, uh, Pat Hayden uh, and uh, and Jeff Camp are the only healthy ones you got. Jeff Rutledge getting hurt last night, and uh, Bob Lee already with the tendonitis in the right elbow. What's uh, what's your comment on the quarterback situation? <laughs> There's some rumors, Coach, last night that. Uh... What time did you get to bed last night, Coach? Some rumors that Vince Ferragamo was uh, was in the stands last night. I was wondering if you any comment on your behalf as to whether or not it's possible for Vince Ferragamo to get out of his uh, his Canadian contract and come back down to the NFL, and if, if that's just a wild piece of speculation, or is that a possibility? <laughs> yeah. All right, Coach, we'll talk to you uh, Friday morning uh, before the Dallas game. and uh, i got to talk to him Thursday, too. I'm going to be doing the pregame interview. Uh, he ought to be rested by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rams, not the 49ers, but I gotta tell you, that that host um, was awesome on the fly going, I'm just going to ask the questions. Clearly the coach had sleep apnea, but the other (laughs) issue is, I don't buy it. I think that they took the same 
clip, knowing what I know of the, behind, the snores, of yeah, the I snores, see, it's, the snore and they was too perfect. It was too it perfect, there. and yeah. it was the same exact snore. So they it's they funny. recorded it the first time. It is very funny, and yeah. then I think that they just kept is playing it to other questions. A conspiracy to you too. Maybe, well, this is. this. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, wait a minute. This, that was too perfect because they would ask him and then bam, the snore. He was snoring right. like uh, uh, Robert Plant's road man manager. The roadie. It, you know, I don't know. I want to believe it's authentic. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But it's pretty funny. And Either way, it. it is definitely funny. So, you'll hear it again next year. <laughs> I've never heard it, and I've been sitting in this chair for several years. But but we gotta Many get years. up, move around. You gotta get cramps. Um, what else you want to know? Well, I guess we got a break and then bribe you. Before we go, though, I heard very exciting news. I was really happy about this because I'm a big big fan. Uh, the White House Correspondents' Dinner will be hosted by Colin Jost of Saturday Night Live. Oh, great. Oh, I Lord, you're a fan of his? Excellent choice. Can't stand that guy. Well, that doesn't surprise me, Max. I do like that his book was titled Punchable Face. Yeah? Okay. He must have been told that before. I life. bet. Even though it seems like it would be a dream for a comedian to host that, most of them that have done it, and a lot of SNL people have, Cecily Strong, Seth Meyers, Daryl Hammond, Conan O'Brien, Al Franken- have all done it. Um, and they say it's one of the most difficult gigs that they've ever had to do. Uh, but I think he's a per- he's got just the smarmy that that event needs, in my estimation. And Max, I'll tell you about it the next day because you're probably not going to be listening. Uh, it's not till April, but I, I think it's an excellent choice. It is uh, 140. Now, that break we promised you, and stick around. Movie reviews for everyone. The new film, Lisa Frankenstein. Again, on the Michael's Best text line, Max being uh, well represented, uh, someone saying that book is hilarious, uh, punchable face, and someone <laughs> else chiming in on the 618. Max, even my wife likes Colin Jost, and she doesn't like anybody. Your wife likes me. Do we wow. Know, do we know that, though? Wow. Do we know who his wife is? Oh, I see what you it did. just got there. really uncomfortable. It, took, well, it took Carney a minute. I just picked up on that. Great dig. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> uh, one of the movies out is Lisa Frankenstein, and Tom O'Keefe usually pops in to chat about the film and then and shamelessly plugs his free downloadable podcast. It's odd because he texted me just yesterday. He didn't give me really a heads up on this, but whatever. Uh, that he was in Los Angeles for work, and I thought, for the family arena, are you are you watching the turtles play up there? Peloton, or is probably. It for Peloton. Which... Did he get invited to a junket? Oh. They didn't send you but, an invite. But to? is that work though? The Peloton thing? Because yeah, they make they money on it. Right, but Peloton doesn't pay them anything. So when he said but for they're, work, they're I feel advertisers like, what does that mean? too. Right, but I just I don't know what that means when he said for work because I wanted to say family arena. Podcasting. I feel like the podcasting thing is a hobby. It's not his job. Mm. Right? I mean, I think they've got a, a remarkable number of subscribers. Now, most most podcasts don't, and people don't make money on just, you know, talking from their garage or most whatever. Most everybody. Yeah. Most everybody. But I feel like that Peloton, the, the clip out. The clip out. Is, uh, is kind of a 
a unicorn. I think real spoilers is probably his big moneymaker. Do you? Michael's no. Bath's text line, uh, 84126, someone says that uh, the Star Registry has bought a lot of airtime on KTRS, which is true. You can hear Rocky, Rocky Moselle. <laughs> Rocky Moselle. But, uh, but they ask, did McGraw buy the Big Dipper? He might have. McGraw might have bought the Big Dipper. Or maybe the Little Dipper. That's too. his other secret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Justin, thanks for chiming in and telling everybody what you and I already know. 49ers are going to win on Sunday. Mm, I don't know about that. I'm sorry. I'm going Chiefs. I've got my bedazzled Chiefs jersey all steamed up and ready to go. All I do. steamed up. Are you going to be posting that on Insta? Oh, you better believe it. And where can people follow you? Uh, at Julie Buck STL. Why is it steamed up? Oh, because it came in the mail and it was all squished up, so now it's steamed. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, I mean, well, I could have gone iron, but I didn't want to melt all the... Bedazzles. Uh, theaters everywhere or streaming? I don't even know when they roll these movies out how they do it. Lisa Frankenstein, one I am particularly interested in because it's got comedy and horror, a couple of my favorite genres. So, Max, spill it. Yeah, so Lisa Frankenstein's in theaters right now. I saw it uh, yesterday. It's not streaming anywhere as of yet. It is a theatrical release. What's interesting is this is distributed by Focus Features, and it has a very low budget. It's only about $13 million, which for a movie is very low. And it's not a Bloomhouse? Usually they got the corner on that. And it's funny normally do a $20 million Blumhouse. cap. So this is even cheaper than that. Uh, and I wouldn't really call it a horror film at all. This is definitely a comedy. It has similar tone to like an Edward Scissorhands you know, that over-the-top kind of suburbia type thing. So yeah. it reminded me of Scissorhands. And also there was a, a zombie comedy from the 80s called My Boyfriend's Back. I don't know if either of you saw that. No. Sort of a, a sort of a, a really fun uh, teenage movie. And this but one I love zombies, too. There you go. Zomedy. It's a new genre born here on the Carney Show. This one is the first time, uh, the first uh, feature film directed by Zelda Williams. And if the last name sounds familiar, it's because, yes, it's Robin Williams' daughter. Oh, yeah, that does, okay, that does ring a bell. And it's written by Diablo Cody, who won the Academy Award for a screenplay for Juno. She's right. also written uh, Tully and Young Adult and Jennifer's Body, and uh, she's a divider of people. Some people don't like her ultra-quippy type of dialogue, and other people, obviously, think she's fantastic. I'm in the latter category. I think she's very funny. And when I was watching Lisa Frankenstein, I didn't know what kind of movie I was going to get, and it became evident early on that this movie is only going to appeal to a very niche group of people, and I am in that group. This is basically for 80s goth kids, and that's me. And so I don't know if it's going to play for everyone. When I was in the theater, there were about five or six other people there, not a lot, and everyone was stone-faced the whole time, and I am cracking up, and I'm laughing at the jokes, and I'm chowing down on my popcorn and my blueberry uh, icy, and I loved this movie very much. Did you have butter on your popcorn? Of course I did. Were you dressed uh, like Marilyn Manson? I mean, in my younger days, sure. Did you paint your nails? I have, yeah. But no, this one stars uh, Catherine Newton, who was recently in the Marvel Universe, and she is very much like uh, Ellen Page, who was very good at reciting all the dialogue, all the quippy dialogue, and Catherine Newton d- 
does a really good job too. Her counterpart, the the undead zombie, uh, is played by a guy named Cole Sprouse. I'm not familiar with him. Oh my gosh, that's Zach and Cody. Exactly. That's one of the twins from Zach and the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Exactly right. And I was too old for that show, and I didn't have Disney Channel, so I never watched those. But I guess Natalie did or Trudy. No, did. my boys did. Your boys did. And now my nephews watch the reruns. So I've it's never seen great. it. And he's he's older now. He's you know grown man i guess but he's oh, it's so weird he only recites a poem at the end other than that he doesn't have any dialogue so it's a very physical kind of role reminded me very much of what johnny depp did as Ed, Ed, edward scissorhands or even in in Biddy and june so he, he's really good too it's just this is such a specific movie for a specific audience that i feel like i'm not even sure it's going to make its 13 million back because you know, you kind of have to know who the Psychedelic Furs and Jesus and Mary Chain and, and Bauhaus is. And if you know those bands, you're going to love this movie because there's jokes about all those bands. But yeah. if you don't, you're not going to love this movie. Unless you have very fond memories of the 80s because it's set in 1989 and it does lovingly recall the vernacular, all of the fashions, all of the music, but not in a mocking kind of way. A lot of movies set in the 80s just make fun of the 80s. And this doesn't it's do easy that. to do. It is easy, uh, easy to do. I I loved this movie. I think Zelda Williams, for a first-time director, imbues a lot of heart in the movie. I think that she does a really great job. And she obviously remembers that era well. What is it about? Okay, well, as you can guess by the title, uh, Lisa Frankenstein, you're going to have some reanimated corpses. So Catherine Newton plays a young lady named Lisa who is a misfit at her lo- local school, and she doesn't get along with anybody, so she hangs out in graveyards, and she has a favorite grave with this Victorian poet that she is enamored with. And one day on a lightning storm and because of a, of a malfunctioning tanning bed, uh, this— Now uh, I'm Julie? in. Right? I'm in. Was... I was out 100%. Yep. You mentioned a tanning bed in the 80s. And I'm in. And this is how the corpse comes back to life. And then she uh, falls in love with him. And then uh, hilarity and a lot of body count ensues as well because people start dying uh, because uh, he needs body parts. He needs an ear. He needs a hand. He needs some other things, too, that we won't talk about here. And so, uh, so the body count uh, starts rising. But it's not a horror film. It is, it's a dark comedy, but it's absolutely a comedic film. I Again, I thought I was going crazy because I was laughing, and all the people around me were like, this movie's the worst. So I realized- it's, How are they again? This movie's the worst. So I, I mean, I would movie. not I go great. see a movie called Lisa Frankenstein anyway, so it right. would take a lot more- Frankenstein. Well, for me and, to even go. And, see, and, and, and what's great about that is this movie knows its audience. I thought the title Lisa Frankenstein was really cute and kind of clever. And uh, my one of my sisters I, I know loves Young Frankenstein and loves, you know, 80s comedies. So I texted her right afterwards, and I said, you have to go see this movie because it feels like it was built- for us. So do I think it's going to be a giant box office hit? No. Do I think it's really good? Yes. And How I, many tubs of buttered popcorn would you give this movie? Uh, out of what? Well, you know, we always do out of five. Oh, out of five? Five being the best, one being the worst. I mean, I'd give this four. I think it's hilarious. I love Four it. big tubs of buttered popcorn. Wow. The fact that she reanimates corpses using a tanning bed is fantastic. Who hasn't? It's so it's so based much... on a true story. Exactly. So 80s. Yeah. Uh, rating? Oh, it's rated R. Is it rated R? Oh, okay. there's blood and there's blood, blood. language and Perfect. yes. Perfect. A- 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 absolutely. So what's the age disparity between you and Tom O'Keefe? I don't know how old Tom O'Keefe He's is. older than me. Yeah, there you go. Um, just because I'd be curious to see, since it's so niche to your demo, mm-hmm. what he thought of it being in a different 
demographic? Don't know. We'll find out. And not only did Max take in a movie for you, especially if you're wearing black eyeliner. Uh, Which he, I am, so that he works. also has uh, hooked you up with the chance to see other movies at no charge. Well, we did this giveaway a while ago, and it was one of the biggest ones that we've done. So I asked Paramount if we could have a couple more digital movie passes, and they said yes. And so, My first wedding video again? No, it's Paw Patrol the Mighty Movie. This one's rated G, and it's for your little tiny baby sharks. It's for the youngest of the young. It's a G-rated Paw Patrol movie, but in this one, the dogs all become superheroes. And uh, if if this sounds great for either you or your kids or your grandkids, then all you have to do is text in your email address right now to 84126, and I will randomly select 10 of you. You'll get a free digital copy of Paw Patrol The Mighty Movie. Is that based on a true story as well? Uh, yes, it is. Also, okay. uh, the text line once says, wasn't Taylor Swift born in 89? Is it a coincidence that Lisa Frankenstein is set in 1989? Uh Yes, it is a coincidence, but that is pretty funny. They should have had little baby Taylor Swift being born in the movie. Do you remember Mm. my uh, envy when we shared the story about the 80-year-old guy who was crowned White Castle Craver, and they put him in the White Castle Hall of Fame because he'd been going there for like 70 years? Still alive, pretty surprising. But uh, I was so impressed by this guy. I said, Max... If you got a few minutes, guess what? Max tracked him down Monday. The 80-year-old White Castle Craver joins this broadcast. I mean, this is just remarkable. I don't know how you do it. You think it's sweeps week. Mm -hmm. Well, he does it. I just take the credit. Um, Quick break. We'll uh, come back. we got news. We've got another hour, some tax stuff to get to. Andy Field's going to join us. And uh, the general manager of our radio station in Georgia, who I'm going to ask for a job. Right, I have a cold. And uh, Alabama, who is shy one transmitter tower. Weird. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Um, So, you know, earlier in the show, I talked about how we went to the Westport 360 the other night, my friends and I. And it's amazing to me how we've all been friends for many, many years, and we call ourselves like the the band. The band is back together. So we got the band. band back together. And the band used to, you know... Stay out late. The band used to, you know, get a little crazy. And now the band sat around and the and the conversation quickly turned to how much we all have an affinity for Dr. Allison Walsh. Yeah. And how she has helped us with weight loss and hormones and what our milligrams are and all of those things. You know, your milligram for one medication or another. Dr. Allison Walsh has started St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions. And if you are having those conversations with your friends like I am mine, people that you've known forever, haven't seen them in a while, and you immediately get into all the stuff. And we then we started laughing about, remember when we used to stay out and just have a rockin' good time and the stuff we used to talk about, and now we're talking about our hormones. And we can't talk about the hormones without mentioning Dr. Allison Walsh because she is the person that has helped us to regulate it and made it possible in the end for us all to get together and to be Nice to one another. The gang. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. And Dr. Allison Walsh is available for you, too, and she would love to get to know you at her weight loss clinic here in St. Louis. If you are about to go on one of those journeys or you thought, "Mm, January 1, that's the day, 2024, I'm going to change things and maybe 
it hasn't gone so great and you need a little help, well, there could be reasons why the weight isn't exactly falling off. And that can be hormone balance. It can be, um, you know, if, you, if you've got uh, other kinds of imbalances, she can help you figure that out by going through your blood work with you, sitting down with you. And you can do that with telehealth or you can do it in person. So why not give her a call today, 314-919-9998, 314-919-9998, or go online, stlwomenslifestylesolutions.com. Good afternoon, ladies and, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is your old fiend, friend Phil Bruceling, Phil Lucebrink, bringing you a playful description of today's fame. Game between NY Penn and U State. U State. NYU and Penn State. Ah, oh, it's a grand day in the great state. A great day in the grandstand. And the salt and gun shines beaming on the spectator's faces. On the spectator. Oh, what a fright. What a sight. I see little boys are peddling popcorn. A popping pedal corn. Pretty much a character. Repeated time and time again by the late Don Knotts, and he just always was the best discombobulated person. Well, yeah, he's Barney Fiverr. What's that? Yeah, you know how hard it would be to do that, to pull that off, to sound like you're making a mistake. Yeah, and you're, I mean, it's that's incredible talent. The setup on that piece is. He's the weather guy, and the sports guy doesn't show up. So at the last minute, they're like, you got to do the sports in three, two, and then the stumbling begins. It's so good. And my mom's friend, Kathleen Niemeyer, who is a voiceover talent here in St. Louis for many, many, many years, she does something along those lines called uh, Pinderella and the Rindercella. Oh, is it Rinder's? It's called Rinder's Have you heard Sala. Kathleen do it? No, Archie Campbell was the first one to do it. Oh my and it's gosh, brilliant! Well, well, she can do it just off the top of her head, and it it is so good. I should ever funny. record it sometime. I, it I'd love funny. for you to hear it. All righty, that would be cool. It is. I I've always been amazed by that routine. Like, how do you get that right? A uh, couple of sport things, real quick. Blues are going to go back to playing hockey. And I say go back to because they haven't played since the ult- Their last game was January 30th. So, what have they been up to? Well, it was the All-Star break. So they had a little time off. But they're back at it. And the other thing about the Blues, which I didn't realize, is they've been picked to play in the uh, 2025 Winter Classic. Yeah, against the Blackhawks, right? Uh, indeed. And yeah. it will be at Wrigley's. How fun. At Wrigley. There are so many NHL teams that have never been picked for the Classic. And the Blues, this is like maybe their third or yeah, fourth time. Yeah, I went to the one that was here. It was yeah. so cool. You know, and you look out on a baseball field and see a hockey ring. It's like so jarring. Like, wow, that's that's wild. Uh, on a St. Louis sports front, again, shafted in my mind. Um that uh, Tory Holt is not going into the cannot pro believe it football Hall of Fame. He was a finalist for the fifth year, uh. but did not get voted in. Yesterday, the 2024 class was announced. I'm sad hope, to hear that. Yeah, I hope that he's called Susan Lucci. Yeah, yeah really. Exactly. For, for, for support. You're right. Yeah. No, but this guy really deserved it. Seven seasons of more than a thousand yards. Seven Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. I guess you still have to know somebody. You're in our Hall of Fame, Tori. KTRS St. Louis, it's 2 o'clock.
407. Welcome back. Cardi Show for a Friday. Super Bowl weekend. A lot of stuff this weekend. Girl talk this weekend. Uh-huh. What you doing, sister? Max, we have girl talk ready to go. I know that. Oh, yeah. It's marriage week, so we'll talk about that. And also, Dr. Allison Walsh joins us. And, of course, we'll visit with the original mean girl, Nellie Olson. That's right. We're going to revisit that because that was such a fun interview. And it's marriage week. It means you're supposed to put a little time and effort into it this week. Really? Next week, you're supposed to really make an effort. So To do what? To... Maybe or, maybe order your wife some flowers, bring her coffee in bed. You know what? It doesn't even have to be a thing that anything that costs money. It's just those little right. love notes in life that mean something. Acts of service. Yes. I mean, just, you know, folding the laundry that was sitting in the dryer for a day and a half. Most something e- like that. Most every day I make my wife's lunch the day before. And every time I take... A paper towel, and I write a note on there. I love that, and we get to see it and share in the fun on Facebook. And after years, I know she does put some of those up, doesn't she? But after years, I'm like kind of running out of stuff. Like, here's your note. Don't spill it on your shirt. <laughs> have a, have a I was nice too day. tired to write anything clever. Yeah, uh, have a nice, nice day. Uh, in fact, uh, I told you I went to Lester's. Last night, picked up a pastrami sandwich to take home. Is this a commercial? No. But could, it should be. Could be. They want to call in. Operator standing by. <laughs> so um, I could only eat half of this giant sandwich. So I put the other half in her lunch. And my note today said, enjoy your pastrami, mommy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you I, just crack yourself up. I, I mean, it's like you you don't even need the microphone to be on. You could just yeah, be in front it. of a Fisher-Price microphone. It doesn't and, pay as well. Well, that's true. So, got to do this. Got to do this. We're going to talk to Aaron Lapidus soon about tax stuff. And money. And I imagine with uh, Crusher being an attorney and you being intellectual, uh, wow. you know about tax stuff. I don't know anything. About anything. So let's dig, shall we? I know uh, she's got her own business as uh, Straight Talk on Retirement comes your way tomorrow. But uh, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Erin Lapidus accepting our invitation to be here. And here she is. Hi. Good afternoon. I guess the the Friday afternoon was too exciting. We needed to bring it down a notch with some tax talk. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful day out, and maybe it's better to talk about it on a nice day than a cold, freezing day it's where everybody's day crabby in the neighborhood. That's sure. a great point. <laughs> sure. Thank you. Once in a while, once in a while, and I guess because the calendars have turned, so have new laws coming down the pike about our taxes, and we got a couple months to get, to get them all done. But things keep changing, and I can't keep up, and it's so much so that. I'm probably going to stop looking, and I'm probably going to end up missing some things. And you never can be absolutely sure that your tax preparer, who's probably swamped, is catching every single potential saving or deduction you can take. So that's why we're doing this. Most recently, the direct file pilot program that the IRS rolled out. Not for the whole country, but 12 states, and I don't even know for one of them, but 
What does that mean, and what can I possibly save or pay on this? Well, here's the great news about this pilot program. Just like you mentioned, it only affects 12 states. And like you said, I can't even find information on if Missouri is one of those states (laughs) yet or not. Um, But this is really a big nothing, in my opinion, because essentially what the IRS is doing is piloting a program where individuals that have what they would consider easy taxes, so you have earned less than 200000 as an individual or 250000 married filing jointly, and you only have W-2 wages, which means you work for an employer, you're not 1099, so not part of the gig economy or you know potentially earning commissions. Um, and you are going to use the standard deduction, which means you're not itemizing, you'll have the opportunity to file directly through the IRS. But this doesn't really save you any time or effort because you'll still have to put in all of your wage information, just as if you used an online filing service in the past, or maybe you use TurboTax or a tax preparer. You have to provide all of that information to them so they can input that into the forms for you. You'll have to do the same thing, but it'll be directly through the IRS website. Does that answer your question, Carney? It's yeah, it, it, it's a big nothing. I mean, it, I, you know, it, it took me a long time to explain a big nothing. <laughs> no, it made sense though. Well, I thought, well, this is interesting. But I, here's one thing I don't understand, and it's not in the collective conversation about taxes. The government, I mean, you pay taxes every paycheck, every month. I mean, they know what you make. Mm-hmm. They know what's withheld. Mm-hmm. So why don't they just figure it out? Yeah, they could just tell us. Why don't we have to do t- They got the numbers. I mean, that's a great point. We basically have to do the math ourselves, submit what we think we owe, and then the government tells us if, yes, ding, ding, we were correct, or no, we might owe some money, or potentially we might get some money back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's insane because if you take a look at some of the articles that have been written about IRS, uh, about uh, legislation allocating money to the IRS, uh, to to create these pilot programs or enhance their systems, none of these programs would be able to accommodate what you're talking about, which is government, just tell us what we owe, if anything, at the end of the year, and we'll just submit the, the payment as opposed to having to file. Unfortunately, our tax system is a little bit too complicated, shocking, uh, to be able to handle that uh, type of I guess that type of calculation. So that's why we're all stuck doing it. And I think even if this pilot program took off and you were able to file directly with the IRS, you'd still be doing a lot of the work on your own. You would just be cutting out one of the services that's already in place. She always has the answers. She does. And the text line is loving her. They're saying Uh how they love the show. They always listen. You put everything in simple terms, which I can vouch for because I understand she's talking about. So I'm kind well, of I just like really appreciate it. I love that uh, I'm able to spend this time with you guys, even if it's about taxes. But I know that's an important topic, especially as we get to April 15th. Any uh, uh, big deductions that you can think of that we're missing? I'd love to know. Yes, we all would. Uh, you know, they really haven't made any major changes to what is and what is not deductible in the last year. I do know that you want to double check on all of your contributions to retirement accounts before you file your taxes. If you happen to be able to contribute to IRA accounts, 
Uh, you're still able to do that till 2013 before you file your taxes. I'm sorry, in 2020 for 2023, if you haven't filed your taxes yet. So you may be able to create a little savings for yourself. But that would be my number one suggestion that people usually forget. Okay. There's one that Julie threw at me that I was unaware of. She mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that there there's a deduction for the weight of your car. If you have a very heavy vehicle. If you are talking about an LLC in your own business. You didn't tell me about and that. And you use it for I your business. I've seen that too, Julie. I saw a really interesting <laughs> video on the internet about that, how you can deduct as long as it's a certain weight. I think it's over like 6, It's like over 6,000 pounds. Is that a Something fashion? like that. Yeah. Exactly. So that's important, especially if you own your own business. You definitely want to take the time and I think spend a little extra to work with a professional filer or a CPA so you can take advantage of all of um, the breaks that you get for owning a business. <laughs> so I get nothing. So wait, you don't. I thought that you had your own business. I'm sorry. I thought that I didn't realize, Carney. It's not my at, fault. I didn't write the law. You're looking at it. I just know you have a gigantic car and it probably qualifies. Misled me. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I get you all excited? You went out. And... I think I'm in trouble. Though. Oh, no. You a new car that's even heavier? <laughs> yeah. I weighed the car with Based me. Based on my advice. With like, me don't in do it, that. too, to make sure yeah, it was eligible. Exactly. Do not take tax advice from Julie Buck. News out of <laughs> Jefferson City said that restrictions would be loosened on income and geographic restrictions for a tax credit program that has to do with scholarships to pay for private school tuition. Now, I know that was a bill being debated. Did that get anywhere? And what does that mean? Oh, now that's a little bit above my pay grade at the moment. <laughs> I did not, I didn't follow that particular legislation. As you know, John, we work with people that are getting ready to retire or, or already retired. So usually the um, scholarships are past uh, their needs, uh, but, I would be happy to look into it and come back and chat if something exciting happens uh, for all the listeners that aren't that have children that might need some scholarship assistance. What I saw about the story said, first off, it cost Missouri nine point two million dollars, which might be part of the holdup, but it will allow <laughs> students throughout the state to enroll in a program and raise the maximum family income from two hundred percent of the amount needed to qualify for free or reduce lunch to 400%. So not sure what it means and my kids aren't in private school anyway, but I thought for some, this is uh, uh, applicable, applicable. I've lost my well, definitely want to take advantage of any programs that are applicable since our tax dollars are going to them. So they should go somewhere useful back into our pockets. Right. Biggest, oh, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. All right. Big, uh, one, two, three biggest mistakes. In life or? <laughs> uh, no, no he's, filing, he's talking about our, taxes. We're, we're talking, Aaron. But you know what? In life, I'd like <laughs> to hear, the, if you have a list of those, I'd love to know. In life, I think really. in the, the three best, I don't know if I'm qualified quite yet for the three biggest mistakes in life, but in terms of taxes, I'll say not filing on time, 
not withholding properly throughout the year. And honestly, the second one is easily correctable. You know, if you get to pay, if you get to file your taxes this year and you realize you owe, just increase your withholdings a little bit throughout the year because it makes April a lot less painful and you can avoid, you know, having to do quarterly withholdings or uh, being penalized for not paying enough during the year. And then the final thing would be not taking advantage of your pre-tax retirement accounts in order to not only save towards retirement, but offset some of the taxes that you will pay by reducing your taxable income. All right. One, one more for you. If I, if she's you're scaring her, but I I think that she's, I feel like you're dodging the bullets here. I'm going to jail. And it's my fault, by the way, if he goes to jail because he takes tax advice from me. Don't take tax advice from me. So I had a situation a few years ago where I I did my taxes, uh, turned it in, and then like a week later, I got a W-2 for a, a side gig I did, a hosting a thing, you know, and I got like... 800 bucks or something like that. Uh, and then I got, I'm like, but I had already done my taxes. I'm like, are they going to even catch this? Are they going to find this? <laughs> so I sent it to my tax person anyway, because it'd be just my luck. Also don't take I, tax advice from John Carney. I'd be thrown in a Mexican jail. So um, with the situation like that, <laughs> what is the best course of action if you've already filed? I love that question. You can very easily, with a little bit of expense, file an amendment or refile your taxes because Ugh. every every tax document that you receive, the IRS receives a copy of. So, John, in your case, you received a W-2, the IRS receives it, too. They Sorry, got I didn't hear your mark. answer. Can you say that again, please? What? Children, turn your mics off. <laughs> I know it was only $800, but you don't want to get the in the mail that says you owe and also most people don't like the idea that the irs might you know shine their light upon them so you don't want any reason for them to come looking for you especially over eight hundred dollars in this example so you do want to refile if you miss a form and although there are punitive there are penalties for not filing on time and not filing correctly the irs actually is slightly benevolent in the sense that if it's an honest mistake i miss this w-2 you don't usually see penalties for refiling or for having to amend your your taxes what if i show them the size of my car you're gonna have to ask julie about that i don't know (laughs) wait how does carney make taxes funny i i don't know but he does I'm going to stop paying him entirely. It's too uh, difficult. Oh, I wouldn't say what that you, either. What are you doing tomorrow on the radio? Well, we might have to pick up this tax talk again and have you on as a guest. Oh, you yeah. should. I'm the before <laughs> shot. Perfect. She did, she did say, sorry, Aaron. she did say that the IRS does get a copy of every form that you get. Oh. So they have, they that know. That's why we, we reacted because when you got it in the mail, so did the IRS. And then you thought, well, oh. they'll never know about this. <laughs> right. I, I just panicked. Well, they get a lot more mail than I do. Okay. Sorry, Aaron. What are you doing tomorrow I'll on the radio? The cracks. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. You know, we're going to 
keep up with our normal conversations about getting ready to retire, planning for your retirement. Maybe you're considering retirement. It'd be a great time to tune in and maybe listen to a couple of stories about how we plan for cash flow in retirement, the transitioning health insurance, and um, really all the questions you have, others have too, and that's what we're there for on Saturday mornings to answer them for you. Always a great time to tune in. And you can text in too. You can call in. Uh, like on our Michael's Bath text line right now. I love this. I got a W-2 from a winery in Grafton, and I hadn't even accepted the job. I later figured it was for the meal that they gave me when I was there for the interview. No way. Wow. 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 <laughs> I'm a yeah. job you didn't get. Grafton, oh. yeah. not known for their grape juice. Sorry. Uh, but wow. Wow. Uh, we'll be listing tomorrow, no pressure. I appreciate it, John. Thanks for having me this afternoon. You want to see my big car? <laughs> Don't answer that. Bye, Aaron. I will see you at the party. That was the most fun tax segment we've ever done. 224. John Carney and his taxes. Oh, she's always fun. She's always fun. So the car thing, yeah, you would have to check with your um, with your. Provider. You know, to give me the details now, Julie, is kind of pointless. Did you already do it? I already told them. Write it off. I have a big car. Uh, No, it has to be a like if you have a big truck or a big SUV and it weighs a certain amount. But don't go by me. Go go by your accountant. Won't make that mistake again. That big car, which apparently I can't write off, by the way. I got it, Johnny Londo. No, you might be able to do something. I mean, if you use it for your work, you can't lie. You have to be truthful. I drove here. Does that count? I don't think it's that way. It's for, for your small business. Uh, I really walked here. Um, by the way, that Londo uh, car that I drive, big car that I hope I can write It off, is a big car. Um, is fantastic. And I What kind had, of car is it? It's a, uh, always get, a Yukon. A Yukon, right? Because the Yukon and the Tahoe are pretty much the same car, right? So that's where I get a little bit confused. The weight of a Yukon, but I absolutely the Chevy Tahoe. And you know what? I went out to Landoff, and I had absolutely no intention of getting anything like that. And it's what I left with, and I'm so happy. So not only do they have a great selection, great prices. An incredible service department, convenient, nice, friendly. They can even help direct you into the vehicle that you'll love that you didn't even know you wanted. Amazing. Maybe that's why they've been around so long. Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, 270 Washington Elizabeth Exit. Also, don't forget the uh, Autoplex. That is at Highway 70 and Exit 79. Online all the time. Landoff.com. Oh, yay. It's Friday. It's gorgeous in St. Louis. And hopefully the roads look good. We've got the man, the myth, the legend, Paul Kotsky. Captain. Capitan Paul. He's going to tell you how to get home. Julie, there's a lane closure on 55 North at Bayless until 4 p.m. today. If you're heading over the Chain of Rocks Bridge this weekend, look for lane closures on eastbound 270 between Riverview and Route 3 in Illinois from 9 o'clock this evening till Monday at 5 a.m. Is there construction or did they just feel like it and it's our thing? I think they're just messing with us. Man. 
<laughs> Sorry. And if you're headed to Mardi Gras tomorrow, watch out for ramp closures along 55 at 3200 Broadway, Arsenal, Gravel, and 7th Street. The bottom line is avoid 55 as a route to Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. Yeah, and I think they've even made a rule that if you don't live in Soulard, you can't drive in Soulard on Saturday. You know, in the old days, you used to be able to get into Soulard, but like back in the 90s. Covered wagon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But, I mean, imagine if you lived there. It would be a disaster. Yeah. I used to have a, a roommate who lived. Well, I mean, I wasn't. He wasn't my roommate then because he lived in Chillard. Anyway, uh, sorry, I'm discombobulated. I would love to hear what Captain Paul is going to be doing for the big game. Well, he's not going out with Trish because she's over him now. <laughs> but also, we do have threat <laughs> no. ready to go. Do I what? We do have your guest ready to go. So you might want to. You know the radio tower. Oh right. Yes. Sorry, I'm I'm a little uh, out of. Stay he's also for known this. as your backup plan, the general Stay manager for, for yeah. a radio station a in job, Alabama. Job yeah. interview right now out of Jasper, Alabama. I cannot even imagine. And uh, if you go right across the river, all those fields, all that farmland that have those giant towers. I don't know if you ever wondered what they were. Most of them are AM radio towers, and it's how we're able to send this signal to you. Now imagine a radio station where the general manager gets a phone call from the maintenance crew that says, yeah, we came out to paint or we came out to mow the lawn and we can't find your tower. It's like, well, are you in the in the right place? Yeah. Someone stole the tower from WJLX. Brett Elmore, who's the general manager, and by the way, my audition tape's on the way, is... Uh, is on the phone, and I, I'm stunned. How tall is this thing? Hi, good afternoon. Uh, thank you. It's uh, it was uh, it was about a almost 200 feet. Uh, obviously, uh, at 200 feet, you have to have a light on the top. So they, at least they were smart enough when they built it. Uh, they they made it 198 feet or something. That way, you didn't have to climb the tower and put a, a new light bulb in there all the time. Wow. So any clues? I mean, you can't just pull your, done it? pull your truck up and take away a 200-foot tower. Sorry, 198. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Guys, I, I, I really wish that I did know, but I, I don't know. And we are uh, – I talked to the investigators again this morning. Uh, I, I have to tell you, it's um, – the facility was located uh, in a wooded area, had about 52 acres of woods around it, and, but it's uh, beside a, a large chicken manufacturing plant, uh, Benny? Uh, a poultry plant, and uh, there's only one way in, one way out, and they've got cameras, but unfortunately uh, it looks like uh, they don't keep the camera footage for too long. And you would think someone would have seen something or heard something, but we don't uh, We don't have anything so far. Well, I mean, didn't your uh, station go off the air, though? I mean, I would think if somebody yeah. takes the tower and puts it in their car and drives home with it, that, that would be the car. case. <laughs> I, I, we didn't get any calls on the AM. Uh, of course, we, we, we rebroadcast on FM. Uh, obviously, we do have listeners on the AM. Um, but, uh, I don't know exactly when it happened. Uh, we didn't have a silence 
you know, detector, you know. How about an AirTag? Yeah, an Apple AirTag. Yeah, yeah, just something to uh, uh, to do that. You know, we're a small market station, and and it's um, it's a real it's really tragic because it, uh, I grew up around the business. I'm a second generation broadcaster, and uh, this station really means a lot to me. It's uh, personal. Um, my dad worked as a program director and then sportscaster there at the station. He eventually worked under me, oddly enough, until he passed away a year and a half ago. But uh, uh, this is more personal. This is, uh, and and our 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 crew is is like family, you know. And uh, they they've really, I you know, I'm so I assume, sad. I assume that they 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 stole this for scrap. Yeah. Metal, you know. Uh, and, 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 and y'all are in the business just like just like I am. You, you hear of transmitter sites being vandalized. They may break in and, and you know, steal copper. You, you hear that. And, but A they whole took, tower. They, they took the tower. I mean, <laughs> leave us the tower. You can have the transmitter or whatever, but at least leave us the tower. It's, it's uh, you know... I have to keep my humor about me or else I'd go insane. Yeah. Uh, um, and and unfortunately, we didn't have any insurance down there. Oh, no. Have you set up, have you set up like a GoFundMe or something like yeah, that I, for the people of yeah, Jasper we, to support you? Yeah, I mean, I was reluctant to do it, but um, we've had so much response just not only from our community, but this has made international news. I was on the BBC this morning. Hello. Talk- oh, hello. Yeah, hello. I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm glad y'all talk like me. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hopefully they uh, had a tower. Uh, yeah, maybe they had a tower. I don't know. Uh, but uh, people were asking how to help, and, and, and even in our colleagues in the radio business. I've heard from so many people in the radio business, and we're all strange people to begin with. Yes, we are. But we want to try to help you. So where can people go to donate? Yeah, is there a website or somewhere we can uh, link up with you guys? I mean, you could go to GoFundMe and just search WJLX, or you could go to our website, WJLX1015.com. I think there is a link there. And uh, we're still online. Um, unfortunately, the FCC would not let us... Um, continue to broadcast on our FM translator while our AM was off the air. They're no um, fun. No, no. Uh, that's, uh, that's the rules. So uh, I, I, I respect the rules. I'm disappointed in in, in the decision, though, because it um, this is a radio town. I know St. Louis is a radio town. We oh, are. Yeah. If, 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 you, you know what I'm talking about. Well, this community is a radio community. They really love local radio. And the voice has been silenced now. Uh, we can't go do a high school basketball game now. We can't, um, you know, uh, raise money for the Kiwanis Club uh, during radio day if we're not on the air. A plug you know, for, for the format. What? Uh, does WJLX air? Is it talk? Is it disco? Is it country? We got is oldies it, on the FM. What you doing? 
We, we, we are uh, a classic hit station, uh, classic hits from the 70s, 80s, and probably early 90s. Um, and uh, uh, we do some sports, of course, uh, uh, Roll Tide. We, we have Alabama on. Uh, Those are my people. Uh, She's got people. Uh, okay, I have yeah. I have family that lives in Tuscaloosa and and a niece that uh, goes to Alabama. So I, those are my yeah. people. Yeah, uh, but uh, we we're big in local sports and and uh, we we have a church that's on every morning that's been on the air for literally over seventy years now. Every day, three hundred sixty five days a year, including Christmas. During uh, during our commercial break, I will put up a link on our social media page so that people can get to yours and help out. And uh, if we can be of any assistance, we will, Brett, and we will get WJLX back on the airwaves. Drive safely. Hey, pretty appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yeah, you're in our thoughts, and hopefully this uh, all works out. I, I I can't believe somebody would do that. It's just so sad. Yeah, I mean, I can't just, believe he's second generation radio, and so are the three of and us. And I can't yeah. believe Carney didn't say, "Will you do?" I thought we were unique. Apparently, we're not. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was such a bizarre. I think story. radio is hereditary. It's and official. I, yeah, I'm going to uh, take a break, call it for a break here, so I can go find their GoFundMe, and I will put uh, a link up on the show's uh, Facebook page. So hang tight. We'll be right back. And now it's time for novel writing, which today comes from the West Country, from Dorset. And here he comes. Here comes Hardy, walking out toward his desk. He looks confident, he looks relaxed, very much the man in form, as he acknowledges this very good-natured bank holiday crowd. And the crowd goes quiet now as Hardy settles himself down at the desk, body straight, shoulders relaxed, pen held lightly but firmly in the right hand. He dips the pen in the ink, and he's off. It's the first word, but it's not a word. Oh! Oh no, it's a doodle way up on the top of the left hand margin. It's a piece of meaningless scribble. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody with a boy word to the weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Yeah! Partying, yeah! I heard something he sneaky. He mixed it up over there. Something sneaky in there. And before that, a clip of one of my favorite Monty Python skits where not the Super Bowl, it's the World Championship uh, riding contest. But it is broadcast like it's a sporting event. And he's picked up the pen. He's got a piece of paper. Oh, goodness, no. He's he's crumpled it up. He's grabbed yet another piece. Of, he just it's that, it's that Python mentality. Get it? I don't. Or, or but, you don't. Yeah. I think that largely goes on male-female lines, like I the think Stooges. So. From the 618 on the Michaels Baths text line, remember when Les Nessman went on the air to announce that they were off the air on WKRP in Cincinnati? Very funny. Very funny. And I imagine everybody in this room has worked for a Les Nessman or with oh, yeah. a Les Nessman. Or does currently work with a Les Nessman. Ouch. And if you it, haven't, then you are Les Nessman. That's right. No <laughs> one told you. <laughs> and we got a room full of Her- Herb Tarlick's out back. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love them. Great job. I got that up on social media during the break. 
if you want to help. They want they need sixty thousand dollars to build a new tower, and they've got like twelve hundred. Oh, so little ways to go still, and it's not it's not a life saving situation. But I imagine you know it funnels a fair amount of Jasper, Alabama's economy. You know, because we're not talking about a thriving metropolis here. Good Take care. I didn't have time, but next time we talk to Andy Field, we'll ask him the off-the-air question that bounced around the room. What do you do all day? (laughs) A lot of stuff next week, including the latest inductee into the White Castle Hall of Fame. I know. The hits just keep on coming. Don't forget Girl Talk, Max on Movies. Josh is up next. Heidi, too. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the game. Go Niners. Niners! Go Chief. KTRS St. Louis. For Julie, for Max. I'm Jack Carney. Thanks for listening. Be good to your giant. <laughs>